Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the Atomic Weight of Cheese with your hosts, Mike Bakovin, Chad Planbeck, and Stephanie Romanski. Hey, do you remember the date they laid you off? Yeah. When August was it? 10th. Oh, it was August. That was my, yeah, the so they're, it was the 10th. So they're coming up. <laughs> that's my birthday. I know. That sucks. <laughs> so birthday too. They're coming up. You're coming up on a year. When remember me telling you in a year this is going to be the best thing that ever happened to you? Yes. Are you pretty close? Yeah, I'm pretty much there. <laughs> <laughs> you beat it by that much. Beat it I'm by pretty much months, there. Yeah, we're so fucking happy out here. I That's so cool. I can't I love describe it. it. I miss I you guys, it. but I I'm very happy out here. Yeah. Well, maybe we'll come sit on a beach. Yeah. Seriously, there's loads. We'll come sit there. on a beach with us. I am married to the to the business for a while because we're finally updating the new software. Hooray! And it's one of those things where everything is looks like it's going to be automated. And I think once we get the bugs worked out, why we don't need you anymore. So you think so? Days are numbered. I said, oh, I get yeah. that. Yeah. But I said in October, they're moving it to, uh, to uh, a design center. So we won't need any editors anymore. And it's one of those things. It's like, well, shit, I don't know how much longer you're going to need me. And so, yeah, I don't know. Hmm. Nope. <clears throat> Yeah. yeah, there's no future there. Plan B. There is no plan B. That's the problem. <laughs> so, but I guess we'll deal with it when it comes. You could be a beekeeper. <laughs> well, it's really sad. It's plan B. There's times where I sit and I think you're with that inheritance money. And it's like, I could probably stretch that to about 10 years. I'm, yeah, I'd probably be dead by then. <laughs> <laughs> terrible. <laughs> terrible. Chad. How could I get on disability? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they're dead or reach retirement age by then. I'm like, no. Okay. Yeah, that so, works. Social Security. Yeah. And... Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> well, then you know what you do at that point. Whatever you want. So you you get bored. You figure out how to do a YouTube channel where you talk about all the old comics you're reading. Sure. You. Oh my God! You can make so much money on get TikTok. Get good at it. You spend eight hours a day doing that. It starts getting monetized, and all of a sudden things are good. Yeah. Fine. Yeah. If yeah. anyone they, can do they... it, you can. I yeah. mean that. <laughs> They pay you to make one minute videos on TikTok if you get enough of a, uh, an audience. I totally have just been addicted to TikTok for the past sure. week and a half. <laughs> so I've, I've heard, been learning I've heard, all about it. I've heard that that uh, algorithm is wicked in terms of what it'll grab and just. I, I posted one video last week and it was just something I found at the Dollar Tree that's relevant to the cricket shit I've been doing. Yeah. And right now it's still it's got about 36,000 views. Wow. <laughs> Nice. It, it just like caught air somehow and now it's showing up in people's for you recommendations and um filters and tags and everything and it's just it's crazy and i gained like about 140 followers from it and it's it's just nuts so i've started making more videos because i used to be intimidated by tiktok because i didn't know how the app worked and i was kind of like a, kind yeah. of being like a gen z or about it <laughs> and then you know shannon meanwhile is like look at this tiktok mom look at this tiktok yeah. mom. and um now i'm doing the same dirt look at this tiktok shannon <laughs> um but it's pretty good because there's it's more than just stupid silly shit and and girls doing makeup demonstrations it's it's there's health tiktok i'm learning a lot about adhd i'm learning a lot about cricket i'm learning a lot about um other health things that people talk about like like people who are actually qualified they make these tiktoks that are just really helpful and it's a really good resource huh well it sounds like something we need to get into but uh, yeah. speak, speaking of speaking of your daughter getting you into things welcome to the atomic <laughs> weight of cheese where real life is cold cinema cold <clears throat> cinema is frequently real life i'm mike and steph 
The time and temperature in the central zone today is 339. Shut up about the central zone. <laughs> We're online. It's all good. So <laughs> Remember, if I was pointing at you and laughing at the same time, then we'd have Yeah, problems. you yeah. just said 330, though. You didn't say 330 central. That's very true. That's very true. I think we need I, to start assuming. <laughs> yeah, I should. Yeah, I'm trying to. I'm trying to. Because you know, I think just like I think the mental capacity between the three of us, it's like yeah, uh, yeah. I got. Well, I got and, and my low. job is out in the um, mountain time zone, so I got to think. About oh, jeez, <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah. So cool. Well, Steph, it sounds like you have uh, something to share with us that you and your daughter are doing, and uh, we're going to use that to get into today's topic. So, what what's going on? Okay. Well, Shannon and I are starting a podcast. We've got um, one episode just about in the can. Um, and it's uh, basically, it's called Dungeons and Daughters. And it's, Shannon wanted to, um, she wanted to run a game for me, a Dungeons and Dragons. She likes DMing. And um, she listens to... For, um, for those who don't know, DMing is when you run the game in all its facets for, uh, for the, the other players. Dungeon Master. Yeah. And um, she listens to a, a podcast, a D&D podcast called Join the Party. And it's it's really a, a biggie. And plus there's um, Critical Role on YouTube, which is another big Dungeons and Dragons one. But that one's obviously video. But anyway, she, she kind of has a good idea of how they run. And so she's been world building um, using a lot of um, influences from the fantasy novels that she's grown up with and loves like uh, the Belgariad and David Eddings and which I think is I think is the same thing I don't know <laughs> but, but anyway so we've combined what she likes and what I like which is cyberpunky futuristic robotic stuff and made my character named Sid um, and dropped Sid this well I can't say too much it's a spoilery but um, dropped, her, <laughs> dropped her in Shannon's um, kind of medieval world and um, so she's running the game we've recorded the first one and it went really well and she's learning how to edit by watching me and then we'll kind of take turns doing all the post-production stuff um, the website is dndaughterspod at uh, dot com cool and, um, link in the description <laughs> yeah link will be in the description <laughs> Don't go there yet because I haven't really actually built oh. the website. It's just, it's just it's like placeholder right now, and I got I got a world build there. But um, but we're also on Twitter and Facebook and probably cool. TikTok eventually. But we're also gonna have a Patreon. Cool. Where we're gonna well, offer me. extra content and stuff. So awesome. Well, tell me how this started. Like what what the I, I, that's kind of the origin story. But I mean, what what about it made you decide? Yes, podcast. Well, I do this podcast with you guys and I know I have the equipment and, you know, oh, yeah. and I have, um, the, 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 the skills, I guess, to, um, get it going. And, and I know how to build it so that it goes to the right podcatchers and everything and, and, and all that stuff. And, and Shannon hasn't really delved into the world of podcasting herself as far, except for, you know, listening to them. Mm -hmm. And I think she has an interest in, in the back end of it too. So, um, because she listens to those, like join the party and, and watches critical role and stuff. She, she just, I think she kind of just put it together, um, doing a podcast, running one just for me. Um, and, oh, and I know also because she's been 
kind of wanting to get together with all of you guys to do like a zoom call and then and, and play and um have her run so, the game. so the possibility for special guest stars is there yes yes exactly that's exactly what we want to have happen is have you guys on um or have uh um special characters that you guys play come in every now and then and make an appearance you know Jed has your elf voice yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> I just remember but, when I was a dwarf and was beaten up on the tree and it scared the goblins yeah. that's what I remember yeah I remember the first role you ever did was a one yeah that one that's me yeah yeah so but she really likes DMing and um, using her well, and it, it's helping her be creative and actually yeah. getting her back into writing yeah awesome. we had a we had a couple sessions before you guys moved and I know that was she was great it was a yeah. blast I remember we were trying to get into somewhere and we had to get through a maze and you had to roll and depending on what you rolled was like the difficulty of the maze that you got yeah and you no. had to like take your pencil and draw your way through and I remember I rolled bad so I had the most complicated maze. I don't think I quite made it. It was really close. <laughs> but, but it's like, so much. And so. Yeah. But she's really taken to it. And yeah. I want to encourage that. And I like podcasting. And and um, she and I also have a really great dynamic. A, kind of a weird mother-daughter, Gilmore Girls kind of a fight dynamic. Well, and, yeah, we got a bit of a sneak preview. And like I said, it's just like to those who know you, it's like the, you guys' chemistry is really good. And so you got, that's like a big, big, big plus. And so mm-hmm. yeah. lean into that. Definitely. Oh, yeah. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. So everybody, everybody absolutely go subscribe to that. Is the, when's the first episode drop? Do you think? Um, Shannon would like to have three episodes recorded and ready to go. Cause we want to release bi-weekly. That's a um, smart lady. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, um, we and had you, doing you, that she, once knows, she knows my record. of <laughs> So because we live together it will be easier to get together to record than it is with you two <laughs> so um time zones <laughs> yeah touch yeah and my knuckleheadedness but you know, like, central i, I got i got <laughs> only on cbs i gotta remember to say things that i mean and not yeah <laughs> <laughs> i have to think about things harder now so cool. um but yeah she 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 just um is is just what was i saying oh yeah uh it'll be out soon um the first episode's done we just we're gonna record when we're done here um the second episode and get that in the can and then the third and then we're gonna pick a launch date and go but we still have to design the website we still have to um figure out how patreon works (laughs) and uh, and all that we have the patreon we just don't know how to integrate it yet so we gotta figure that out cool so soon soon Awesome. Well, we will we will be doing updates in the next week or two as to when you know when uh, when things get going, and we can't Great. wait to can't wait to listen to it, and we'll promote it endlessly. But <laughs> I figured Great. it's good it's a good a good chance for us to talk about uh, fantasy in general, mm-hmm. right? So I mean, kind of defining what it is is weird. Trying to talk about those movies that that really stick with us from the genre are weird. So, uh, Chad, Yo. what what is fantasy? What is what is a fantasy movie? How would you define it? Because um, I've got my thoughts, but it's got a dragon in it. It's pretty sure. good. Sure. <laughs> I just think something uh, basically magic exists. Okay. That's 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 a big thing. Um, just think Lord of the Rings. There you go. Well, yeah, just like magic and um, things a little bit left of natural. Okay. Um, you know, supernatural. You know, different critters, different creatures, and again. Dark crystal. 
Yep. Yeah. Yep. And so just yeah, just basically um not grounded in reality. How's that? Yeah. So like the the difference between that and sci-fi has always been kind of elusive to me because they're very close cousins, right? So sure. yes, while Harry Potter is very much in the fantasy realm, it you know, you, you change two things and make a, and put a robot in there and it's sci-fi. Right. Right. You well, know, Star uh, Wars is basically fantasy. Star Wars is basically fantasy, but is, you know, the expanse fantasy or is that sci-fi? You know, that's sci-fi. Why is it sci-fi? And you start thinking about how you define those things and where the lines come down, right? Sure. But like pure the the for me it's like the, the when i think of that term the thing that pops up is just like yeah okay so it's either in the past or in a different world or in a you know in a situation where someone is going to pick up a sword and slay a dragon right those are like the big the big things if there are you know i i'm of the of the school of thought where like if there's super advanced technology you probably throw it in the sci-fi bucket although not always but most of the time if there's you know um uh if there's a lot of mythology involved, chances are that puts it a tick in the fantasy column, you know, because you said Star Wars is fantasy and it has all to do with the, you know, you know, prophecies and stuff like that. Well, so, so it's a fantasy set in, with sci-fi trappings, <laughs> basically, you know, and there's nothing wrong with that. I know the purists get all bent out of shape when they start talking about that stuff. And it's like, what's the big deal? <laughs> yeah. You know? So. Well, and the thing that's it, just like any genre, because, you know, people complain, oh, super, too many superhero movies. It's like, yeah, well, you know, one of them's a heist movie and one of them's an adventure film and one of them, now they're going to do a kung fu movie, you know, and that sort of thing. It's like, so yeah, Game of Thrones is fantasy, but man, that's a little different than Lord of the Rings in a couple key aspects, you know, mm -hmm. nudity, violence, death, gore, nihilism, all sorts of things. And so it, it's like, it, it can encompass a lot of different things, but uh, I think my favorite fantasy are the ones that allow you to 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 not think about what you're dealing with you know just sure. kind of the pure, pure pure escape the uh and what is the epistemological uh, uh root of the word fantasy right it's like so i'm i'm getting away from where i am and going somewhere else mm -hmm. so i don't know and i imagine that's what you're doing with the podcast stuff mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Sure. <laughs> i'm not in my apartment i'm in the the land of dover or whatever yeah, yeah. <laughs> So with that, why don't we dive into a couple of, uh, uh, I don't want to say it, just moments that that stick out with us when we're talking about the genre. Um, how about we do this? <laughs> Since I'm just looking up stuff, let's keep all this in. This is awesome. Uh, all right. How about we do this then? How about we pick a fantasy series or movie or book or something that really works for you on that fantasy level as defined, and then we pick one that really doesn't. So, okay. like, what's a fantasy that works, and what's one that is just like, that did not, that did not uh, work for me. Um, uh -huh. Dan, do you want to go first since you are the one who's looking at your notes? Oh, sure. <laughs> Um, what's something that worked for you a fantasy that you really enjoy well a lot of times when i think of fantasy i usually like go foreign like uh, yeah. japan is usually where i wind up going um and one of my absolute favorites is there's a the damajin trilogy um i don't know these these are really good they're sort of they're kind of like give you a point of reference it's kind of like kind of like the golem mm -hmm. where um it's it's i think freeman williams dr freaks described it best it's like it's like 60 minutes of awesome samurai action set in feudal times 
And then the last half hour is a fucking kick-ass kaiju movie. Oh man! Because <laughs> basically what it is is yeah, like there's there's this that. giant there's this giant statue of a stamp stone statue of a samurai, and basically you know the, the lord of the land is horrible and he's he's raping all the peasants and, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. stealing everything, and then you know you pray to the stone god and then and at the end the stone god comes to life to take revenge. And so he stomps into this castle and just obliterates it and just kills everybody. And it's the greatest thing ever. There was three of them. These are made by Dai, who were sort of like Toe's competitors. It was like, did like Gamera and stuff. And so, yeah, there's like uh, Damajin, the return of Damajin. I think Damajin strikes again, I think was. And basically the first one's really good. The second one is basically the first one all over again. <laughs> and then the third one, it's like, it's like uh, there's a bunch of Kennys. There's these four little kids <laughs> going around and um, always trying to find the trying to find the Damagine to, to to come help rescue their families who've all been kidnapped or whatever. And so, isn't and there, it, wasn't there a fourth one called Damagine is not my lover? No, I'll, okay. I don't <laughs> think so. so no, Aaron, like I said, Arrow Video's got a new uh, box set coming out with all three. I I, I pre-ordered it because I had them before and they're really good, but the stupid formatting isn't right for widescreen TVs. Ah. And so, and on the same stroke, same company, uh, the Yokai Monster movies. Have you ever seen these? Mm. Oh my God, these are amazing. There's three of those too, and it's uh, basically kind of like precursors to Pokemon, a oh. little bit because there's just like these different sprites and demons, and just and they're all realized by these goofy puppets. There's like this one, he looks like a <laughs> potato, and he curses all the time, and then there's like a turtle turtle sprite. And then there's this umbrella with this giant tongue that likes to lick everything. <laughs> and there's a lady with a, like a snake head. And uh, like the first one. And they're um, puppets. The first, yeah. And the first one is um, they build this, the bad guy builds a brothel on a shrine. Okay. Yeah. And it kind of takes over this town. And then at the end, it's like pure bedlam because all the, all the yokai monsters attack. <laughs> and there's like hundreds of them. Yeah. It's like, I think it's like 100 monsters is the name or the subtitle of it. And there was two other ones. It was like the second one was Spook Warfare, where they all team up and fight this other bigger demon. Oh, and I haven't seen the third one yet because I can't find it. And it's uh, it's like along the ghost road. And they're all uh, they're all puppets, pretty much. Yeah, they're all little go motion things. Um, some like forced perspective stuff because I know there's, there's one like giant demon lady thing. And and uh, but yeah, it's like honestly, it's like it's like it's like Pokemon really because it's like yeah, you know, this is a this is a Squirtle and that's a, a, a Pikachu or whatever you know, but. So and they're a ton of fun, and uh, like I said, very low tech, but just fucking nuts. And yeah, I love them. That sounds like fun. Yeah. So say them again, just because. So oh, the, the Damagine. Yeah. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. I'm probably not. There's a trilogy. Like I said, there's new box set coming out. I highly recommend that. And then uh, the Yokai Monster movies. The Yokai Monster. Yokai. Movies. Yep. Those sound fantastic. It is. They're really good with the with the, with puppets. Yes. Yep. Yes. Set me up. <laughs> oh, goofy man. puppets. I'll show you pictures when we're done. You'll yeah, laugh. Yeah. Cool, Steph. What the, what is your fantasy uh, uh, series you want to toss out there? Well, my favorite type is cyberpunk type stuff. Like, Ooh. like um, uh, well, you know, Blade Runner, that kind mm-hmm. of Johnny mm-hmm. Mnemonic, um. It's just I particularly like it because it can walk a line between hokey and just plain bad, or it can quickly become dated, um, or it can be really good. And even if it is dated, it's 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 good because it plays on themes rather than relying on the the gimmicks of futuristic stuff or anything like that to to make it 
seem interesting. But if you work with the, the human drama within it or the robotic drama or the replicant drama or whatever, yeah, right. it, then, then, then it, 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 I think it plays better. It tells a better story than sure. something that just, well, it's like you get to the point. It's like, you can't tell technology for the difference between technology and magic. I mean, yeah. I love John, yeah. but I know that's not how computers work yeah. for God's sake. Yeah. yeah. You know, but it's like, and who cares? You know, it's like yeah. if, you're, if you're engaged, you're into it. Well, who has that famous line where technology of sufficient superiority is undistinguishable from magic? Right. Uh, I don't, I don't remember. Oh, I just saw that quote the other day. Yeah. Yeah. I know what you mean. Yeah. Um, I think, yeah, I think it's a lot more dependent on telling a human story and the fantastical elements are just there to kind of world build, um, and stuff like, like, um, and then, and then one that doesn't work at all. Oh, we'll get to those. Oh, okay. <laughs> we'll get I, to I, those. Oh, okay, yeah. I don't know if mine is particularly cyberpunk, but it's just one that dumped my mind when I was thinking about this. Cool. <laughs> All right, we'll get to it. So I'm going to um, toss some love out there for, because when I think fantasy, it, like, it goes to sword and sandals for me. Sure. So it's like I have a a more of a like than most people, I think, like for some of those mid-level fantasy stuff like Willow. I think it's great. You know, it's like, Oh I my God, movie. I love Willow. I really like that movie. Or um, one that I am a fan of that no one else likes is the uh, mid nineties, um, mid nineties, uh, uh, Dennis Quaid movie, uh, Dragonheart with Sean Connery as the voice of the dragon. Oh yeah. yeah and it's like, oh, I, yeah. I, I seem to remember really liking that one. And it's like the CG wasn't quite up to snuff yet, but the rest of it is great. So it's like David Thewlis is a particularly nasty bad guy, you know, and, and it just did a lot of things right, but is still kind of middle of the road. Please. A kindly aside, this Quaid is one of those guys. If oh, he's yeah. in it, I'll watch it. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I'm going to go off on a tangent. Did you hear that uh, uh, Kevin Bacon just recently gave an interview where he said he never wants to do a sequel to any of his movies except one? Tremors. Yay! <laughs> yes, I want to see you do more Tremors. Although Burt Gummer's dead. <laughs> they killed Burt Gummer? Allegedly. Yeah, the last one. He, he, yeah. he went out with a bang. I'm sure he did. Yep. <laughs> I would have been disappointed. Which otherwise. is why every April 14th is Burt Gummer Day. Burt Gummer Day. <laughs> but, but the, the one <laughs> I, I want to... Yeah, just missed it. But the one I want to throw more love to, because I went back and watched it recently, and it kind of continues to amaze me how well it came together as the first, first Conan the Barbarian movie. Because... A sword and She's a Valkyrie. Uh, well, no. Here's here's <laughs> the thing. Here's the thing that sticks with me about that movie is that it has one of the like Schwarzenegger had never done a big movie before, right? He had done little parts. He'd been in, if you don't count the oh, what's that stupid cartoon one he was in where he was the white hat or the oh the villain, the villain. Yeah, if you don't count the villain, he hadn't yeah. done like a real big movie yet. He'd done little well, bits here and there. He did was it Pumping Iron or Hercules New York? Yeah, he, he, like what's the one with Jeff Bridges and Sally Field? Oh, but he's not—he's not like the main. Is it Pumping yeah. Iron? Uh, Pumping Iron was the documentary, wasn't it? Okay, it could be. I it could be, I could be wrong on yeah. that too. But he was—he was like secondary characters or whatever. But anyway, I, yeah. But dude just comes in and wrecks the place. I mean, yeah. it, like in the best possible way. And I—I I want to go on record as saying yes, I understand that yeah. uh, uh, the guy who wrote it, whose name is eluding me right now, um, oh, Milius. Yeah, John Milius was was kind of a. Uh, John Milius would not have done well in our current climate. Can I put it that way? <laughs> John Milius may have I also been. Like a... said he wanted to be king of the hippies, but they wouldn't listen to him. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> they wouldn't do what I told them to do. <laughs> exactly. So yeah, it's like a, he's a he's an interesting dude. He's an interesting dude, but that movie is self assured on so many levels, including from its lead performance. That 
it gets away with stuff that maybe it shouldn't have gotten away with otherwise. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's more compelling than yeah. I remembered it being. And, yeah, one of the things that I really like about that, too, is we had a horrible period in the early aughts where suddenly they were like retconning everything where it was going to be real. So there was going to be no magic, right, right. no monsters, no nothing. It's mm -hmm. like we got a Hercules movie where Ugh. he's not Hercules and like yeah. Conan movie where there's no giant snakes, no Tulsa doom, no witch woman out in a shack in nope. the middle of nowhere. And it's just like, a really mad and like uh, King yeah. Arthur grounded in reality. It's like, no, where's Merlin? Where's yeah. no, which is why I found like looking forward to that Green Knight movie that's that coming Green out. That Green Knight movie looks fantastic. It's it's embracing the magic. Yeah, and it's like as like Excalibur, John mm -hmm. Borman. Yeah, that movie is nuck and futz. Yeah, it's love great. It. It's great. It and, is crazy. Yeah. And um, I said he's one. He said he was probably high through the whole thing, and I don't care because that guy, dear Mister Borman, dear Mister Borman, <laughs> this movie makes no goddamn sense. Why am I wearing a diaper and a bandolier? <laughs> Oh God, Zardoz! Can we talk about Zardoz? Zardoz? Yeah, let's do a whole episode on Zardoz. <laughs> let's talk about Zardoz. But, you're right. They they throw in the snake woman and the the whole thing. And, and well, the, the giant I, snake. He kills yeah, a giant, giant snake. Freaking yeah. snake. Yeah. And Tulsa Doom has got big hypno powers and things. With the with the with the with the snake, he turns a snake into an arrow. For God's sake. Yeah. Conan so. the Barbarian is great. <laughs> anyway, I, I I I stand by it. Anyway, so uh, th those are the good ones. Sure. Oh, so, there's more good ones. Oh I yeah, have lots throw, of good. Throw out some good ones. Mm -hmm. Yeah, throw out some ones you like. Okay. Well, I love like um, all those Peplum movies, like the Hercules from the the, yeah. the Italian ones. <laughs> where he punches a bear and he punches a bear that's, that's Ferrigno that, those are great too <laughs> but no I'm talking about like Steve Reeves the oh, old, old ones like Hercules Hercules Unchanged and one of my absolute favorites Hercules Samson and Ulysses where Hercules <laughs> while fighting a sea serpent which is basically you look and oh my god no sir that's a, that's a sea lion and, uh, and <laughs> sir you're mistaken <laughs> sir you're totally mistaken sir, this and their is boat Wendy's. gets yeah. blown all the way to Judea okay <laughs> and he <laughs> Hercules teams up with Samson to fight Delilah in the Philistines and it's got one of the greatest village massacres that I've ever seen in my life and at the end they destroy this temple and they're throwing styrofoam boulders at everybody and it is the greatest thing I have ever seen in my life Ugh. That sounds like would yep. be worth watching. Yeah, yep. and then okay. Also, I shout out to Ray Harryhausen too. Like oh Jason, yeah, yeah, Ray Jason Harryhausen, and, Jason and the Argonauts. Yep, one of and, my favorites. Uh, and then also, would you consider like say, just for the sake of argument, and let's fill up some time, um, Valley Guanji? Would oh, you sure. Would you consider that fantasy or science fiction? I lean towards science fiction on that, but I think okay. it's one of those John Marshall pornography things where I know it when I see it, and yeah. and, and to me, it's like yeah, it's a different place. But you're taking, I, you know, yeah. you're th like, like the Kong movies uh, are those fantasy or sci-fi. So, right. Uh, you know, I, I kind of lean towards sci-fi, even though they're kind of their own genre. Um, a little bit of both. You a little know, bit yeah. of both. And then they went explicitly sci-fi in the last couple of movies, you know, the, the recent ones. So, yeah, Valley of the Guanji kind of strikes me as, sci as more sci-fi than fantasy, but definitely with elements. I just love like period pieces like that, where it's like set, in the, it's like turn of the century old west. Mm -hmm. And they find a valley with dinosaurs in it. We're going to put this Allosaurus in the Wild West show, and yep. it goes about yep. as well as you'd expect. And so I love that movie. Oh, uh, that movie's fun. Yeah. So cool. All right. So now we get to uh, what doesn't work. The ones that uh, that don't take us to a new and interesting land. The ones that uh, we watch and kind of go, that that was that was <laughs> that was no fun. Steph, you said you had a cyberpunk one right off the top of your head. Well, that's questionable. <laughs> <It's> cyberpunk. <laughs> 
I'm not even sure it's fits in any of these categories, but um, it's just we'll make it fit. Yeah, well, well it, it popped into my head when I was thinking about cyberpunk because it, um, it might have come out around the same time as Johnny Mnemonic, which is the one I was mainly thinking of. Yeah. Um, and it's the net. <laughs> oh. The- <laughs> <laughs> It's so dated. I was thinking about dated ones, you know, like cyber movies that are really out of, out of, out of time. Because well, it was, uh, uh, I'm thinking of the lawn. Am I thinking of the lawnmower man? Oh God, yeah. Oh <laughs> Lord. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was thinking Blade Blade Runner. You know, is set what is now the past for us. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so like, where's my flying car? But um, in a flying car. Where's my sex robot? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, they're in Japan, as far as I yeah, know. yeah, yeah. Um, but um, so when I was thinking about dated movies, it was... it sorry, <laughs> sorry, sorry, <laughs> stuff you were saying. Ah, uh, sorry, That's open a can saying. of worms and they're all over the place. <laughs> right. Uh, the net, you know, with Sandra Bullock is way dated. I mean, yeah. It's so I just watched it recently for this. I remember that spun off like a TV show. Do you remember the TV show? I don't remember the TV show. I remember it was a, a glut of like, oh, computers are a thing. So you yeah. had you had hackers, you had virtuosity. Does anyone right. remember that one with Denzel Washington and Russell mm-hmm. Crowe? Oh, um, um, God, what was it? Lawnmower Man, Lawnmower Man Two, which had even less to do I with the original story. Than the original I can't remember the name of it. If only there was some online database we consult. Uh, Karen Allen was in it, and it was uh, uh, some uh, serial killer got zapped and wound up in elect in electricity. Oh, is that the shocker? Was that no, Wes Craven's? No, no, this is a different one. And uh, <laughs> and she got this is so people were dying by like toasters, you know. That <laughs> <laughs> was the craziest thing ever because this guy he could get he could get he could possess anything that was like plugged in. Oh yeah, this is ringing a bell. And so, so like he was like getting in, like messing up her bank accounts, and uh, and all kinds of stuff. And then I said, yeah. Then everybody around her was getting murdered quite ridiculously because of the premise of the plot or whatever. So, but I'm gonna look it up and blurt it okay, out in like okay. ten minutes. So we're gonna be on a <laughs> Ghost in the Machine. Ghost in the Machine. Thank you. Yeah, that one was bad. Yep. <laughs> she was great. As opposed to Ghost in the Shell, which came out, which was very decent, serviceable sci-fi. Sure. If you like that sort of thing, sure. Yeah. Cool. All right. Um, oh, anime. That's a whole. Yeah. Other yeah. I'll, I I will bring up one of my favorites because I have a story surrounding it. It's the um, 2001 or 2002, maybe Dungeons and Dragons movie they did. Oh. Has anyone else seen this? No. Okay. So this is back when our historic Grand Theater was run by Fridley's. It was a second-run theater. I went to the. I had like a spare afternoon and went to the theater to see it. And they said, sorry, the film broke or completely screwed up or something. So uh, you can come back. No, I saw like the first 10 minutes and they're like, no, you can come back and see it for free afterwards. So I had a free ticket and I went back and saw it (laughs) and refunded my money. And so I basically got to see it for free and man, um, who boy, uh, the, the thing, the two things that stand out about it are Jeremy, Jeremy Irons is in it. 
And if you haven't seen the GIF or seen the clip, I encourage you at one point, he just starts screaming for really no reason. And he's up on a balcony and he's in this kind of nice outfit and holds his fists up and yells, let blood fall from the sky <laughs> as the camera pans up. And he like gives it a hundred percent. There is not part of his being that is not into screaming that terrible line. Kind of like but, Frank Langella and Masters of the Universe. Oh, geez. Yeah, it's very okay. much, it's very much on on uh, point with that okay. by the way total fantasy movie masters of the universe anyway <laughs> um that and that made me but laugh too bad because that old cartoon was great yeah oh the yeah old dungeons and dragons cartoon yeah. that was one of my favorites that was very good that's and... a marvel production that needs to be in the mcu oh yeah <laughs> or did you ever see that it was like some car commercial from south america where it was set in that time and they got into some car and they wound up getting home finally uh-uh. That group. Oh, uh, we'll we'll look that up when we're done. Oh, cool. So, but yeah, but no. So, yeah. The 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 other thing was that they they I think Thor Birch was in it, but this was around oh. their time of American Beauty. Did I see it? But she was not good in it. Like okay. you know, she and I I chalked that up to like the direction and everything. But yeah, yeah not to go on another tangent. But what happened to her? Um, her parents were terrible. Okay, and like borderline abusive from what okay. i understand like hearing stories i remember like seeing ghosts or like her and scarlett johansson oh they were both and if so i had and if that. i they were both really good at that but if i had to pick one that was really going to go somewhere i probably would have picked thor bird mm-hmm. yeah so. well same thing with like uh I've, I've always heard this story it's like yeah if you lived in the early 80s you had a choice between cindy lopper and madonna but what you didn't realize is quite so hard is is uh, one of them would whore themselves quite a lot harder than the other. <laughs> but that may have made a difference. I'm not saying that happened with Scarlett Johansson. It just reminded me of that. Anyway. Okay. So, yeah, uh, the Dungeons and Circling Dragons Circling back. Man. Whew. Yeah, don't don't check it out. <laughs> what do you got for, for things that well, don't don't work for you? Okay, well, this is kind of funny because uh, Legend. Oh, the Tom Ridley Scott. one, yeah. Yeah, okay. That movie, like production design wise, is pretty amazing. As someone yes. once said about the devil Tim Curry, mm-hmm. if when I go to hell and the devil doesn't look like that, I want all my sins back. <laughs> and so that movie, it's all glitter. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And, but there's just like one moment in that movie that just kind of breaks you out of it and kind of, I won't necessarily say ruins it, but kind of uh, spoils the magic a little bit. Okay. It's the three comedy relief dwarves or whatever the hell they are who were yeah. trying to get the unicorn horn yeah. and the one and he gets he did bad and he's messing around with the unicorn horn and he gets sucked down into the hole and he yells out at the top of his lungs adios amigos <laughs> and it's like what yeah <laughs> i'm sorry what that's no good <laughs> so he knows spanish it's great i guess but it's just like is that what you really want to shoot for here <laughs> so but yeah, that's like no. I kind of I love that movie, and I love Tim Curry. Cruise is fine, and uh, but yeah, and it's all it's like more glitter <laughs> in between lines of cocaine. More glitter, more glitter. I cannot imagine they were all doing cocaine at that point. <laughs> what was it? What time was it? B Fest where we were watching Crawl. Yeah, and they showed it out of order. <laughs> that was the fest. The reels were all messed up. Oh, that was so much fun. <laughs> that was a party because. A, trying to reconcile yeah. it. B, some of the stuff that was in there. It's yeah. like, I remember one of the reels starting and you're like, wait, what's happening? What's happening now? Yeah, yeah just the and, complete uh, sense of disorientation yeah, you have. Yeah, our, our old friend Sean will appreciate this, but that's another sign of fantasy. When you got a giant spider for no goddamn good reason, <laughs> you're in a fantasy movie. <laughs> <laughs> 
So Wild Wild West is a fantasy movie. Right. That's good. Right. Cool. All right. Well, I think that's good. Oh, go ahead. I got another one. Do you remember, does anybody else remember the made-for-TV movie Mazes and Monsters? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. With the whole satanic panic thing. Oh, it's coming back, man. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Oh, good. Then our podcast should be only. (laughs) No, satanic panic is coming back in a big way. Yeah. Good. The NPR did a whole big thing on it the other day, and I got to have that fun conversation with my wife. It's like, you know, I was part of that, right? I was taken out of the daycare because someone convinced my mother that I had drawn a thing on the on drawn a uh, picture and they had hung it up on the refrigerator and then they had told me that it was watching me all the time and that i couldn't tell them about the things that were happening it was all bullshit you know but uh wow yeah yeah i was like part of the satanic panic it was great anyway. <laughs> wow coming, ba- coming back real yeah. life i had um, one time uh, i had someone come and babysit shannon when she was really little and they found my um my video uh, VHS of uh, the band Danzig. Oh yeah, <laughs> and there's a big you know goat head on a pentagram on the front of it. You know, <laughs> it's just a band. You know, I don't know. I, I like their music, and um, I saw them live, etc. So that's why I had the VHS. And this girl never came back to babysit for me again. She thought I was satanic. She didn't think you were a very good mother. No. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Thank no, you. Thank you. I'll be very wrong. good. Very good. <laughs> One video where Danzig gets like sucker punched and gets. Flat. Yeah, oh, that's the best. <laughs> I also like the picture wow. of him going out to buy cat litter. <laughs> <laughs> and he's just like not made up and, you know, looking looking like the old guy he probably is at this point. With yeah. The bag of there litter. you go. That was the best. <laughs> oh, what was Um, Because we talked about this when I watched it a couple years ago. Like, like I did a Ralph Bakshi marathon. Yeah. Was it Fire and Ice? Oh, and yeah, you were yeah, really yeah, yeah. freaked out about. It. I was, was okay. It was when the guy. It, it was when the guy, um, one of the evil wizards, did a spell. Oh, the mind forced, control. Yeah, thing. that forced everyone to murder themselves. Okay. And yeah, I remember a scene that it's one of those things where I remember it so vividly. I now question whether or not it was actually in the movie. Okay. Where one of them stabs themselves and their eyes roll back in their head and it's just the whites and blood coming out and everything. Yeah. I remember seeing that way too young and it oh, leaving, sure. leaving a nasty impression. Sure. No, it's, it's like that's the closest thing to a Frazetta painting coming to life. Yeah. Yeah. It's like boobs, butt, floss, and blood. I love it. <laughs> and uh, what was the other? Oh, Wizards. Did you ever see that one? I don't Back think I saw sheet? Wizards. Oh, uh, that's like uh set like in uh elf quest world Ooh. and um the bad wizard because it's like in the future post-apocalyptic kind of thing and so the bad wizard like uses like old nazi propaganda films to rally his awesome. bad monsters oh, and it's fun. just it is the it's like i can imagine going to theater stone out of your brain and watching this and like just having a hell of a trip <laughs> you know because it's bakshi and that stuff is just nuts and uh so yeah what were we talking about yeah all right <laughs> so that's our discussion on fantasy uh we'll be uh back I'm, after the i'm guitar. not high i'm not high <laughs> back I after the guitar noise with some recommendations and uh we'll get out of here you're listening to the prescribed films podcast network home to hundreds of hours of free podcast entertainment The shows on this network all have a common goal, providing you with the best discussions about movies and other forms of entertainment media. The PFPN hopes to fill your ear holes with audio joy. 
Visit our website with links to all the other amazing shows at www.thepfpn.com. Thanks for listening. The Atomic Weight of Cheese is also sponsored by Dungeons and Daughters, a new podcast featuring Steph and her daughter Shannon. Challenge traditional sword and sorcery fantasy with us as we build an epic adventure together. Shannon acts as game master for Steph, who plays Sid, a farmhand with an outlandish past who gets caught up in world-shaking events. Coming soon. Oh my god, I forgot that they're about Hawk the Slayer! Oh, oh god, yeah. <laughs> I told you guys about my Vegas trip? Yes. Yeah, because yeah. weed is legal there now and just punches you in the face every two steps. Yeah, it's legal here too. Yeah. All right, we are back and we're going to do some recommendations, some things we've been watching, reading, paying attention to the past couple week period. Uh, Chad, do you want to go first? Sure. Go. Okay, well, I got one that I would not recommend. Okay, I have uh, one of those as well. But Shadow in the Clouds. What's that? That's the one with... Uh, hit girl in the belly of the of the, of the b-17 bomber with oh the yeah yeah um parts of it are kind of fun it's, patently, it's, it's patently yes thank you it's patently ridiculous but it also has that thick thick layer of max landis obnoxiousness that kind of ruined the movie for me a little hmm. bit um it's like we get the Did point, landis we, write it? we get uh, yes it's ah. like, we got it buddy move on we got it we got it so I wouldn't necessarily, I mean, it, 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 if you can get it for free, sure. Yeah, yeah. Because I think, where did I see it? I think it's like on HBO Max, I think, or somewhere I saw it. Um, I finally went back to the theaters. Yes, I okay. made it back into the theaters. And, How was uh, everything running? Everything okay? Everything, everything it was good? okay. It was all right. Um, weren't very many people there yet, but no, yep. it was all right. Um, I saw uh, Those Who Wish Me Dead. Which I enjoyed. I wouldn't say story wise, it's no great shakes. It's this guy on the run. These hitmen are after him, and they wind up in the boonies. Yeah, and it's worth it for John Barenthal and and the gal who played his wife. John like, Barenthal's a heck of an actor. Yeah, and um, Angelina Jolie was really good in it too. Um, and the two guys playing the hitmen, the one guy played the beast in the X Men. Oh, movies. Nicholas Holt. Yeah, and the yeah. other guy was one of the smarmy guys in game of thrones i can never remember their names or whatever but it was it was pretty good and there was no great shakes but the second one i saw was called the dry and that was an australian movie murder mystery thing that was great that's with eric banna right with eric banna and bruce spence bruce spence it was like it was weird seeing him playing normie and not some post-apocalyptic comedy relief thing but no i was like it's been a long time since i saw a movie that played that fair with the clues as things unraveled and suspects and things. So you're kind of learning as the, the guy's learning and you get to see everything. So there's like no 12th hour. Oh, duh. but then when it finally, and it's like, and then you realize when things start clicking into place, things that you didn't even realize were clues. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. And it was such a moment of like, Oh God, duh. And I, like, I physically <laughs> slapped myself in yeah. the head in the theater because it's like oh, of course it's him you know the bad guy who did it i love a well-constructed right and it was like i said yeah. it was really good and I, I highly recommend it cool and so no it was it was good to get back in the theaters again it was it was i had to go all the way to oval hall oh they don't have them open in lincoln yet they do but it's like um a lot of them are only open on like friday saturday and sunday yet huh 
and uh, like no mayonnaise, and uh, which is what I wanted to do. And um, but yeah, no, it was it was good. Good. And also, did I talk about? I read Burt Reynolds. Uh, no, I don't think he did. I saw some... about me. It was mm-hmm. his book. It was uh, kind of an autobiographical thing. And boy, that guy is a hell of a raconteur. I highly recommend it. And he kind of goes through his career by the people he knew as his pre- career progressed. So he's huh. talking about himself through like the through prisms other of people. other people. Yeah. And so like Dom DeLuise, Hal Needham, Sally Field, uh, Dinah Shore, all that stuff too. And so it was, yeah, I highly recommend that one too. And so Hal there, Needham thinks the world thought the world of Bruce Willis or Bruce Willis. <laughs> <laughs> Burt wow. God, what the hell, man? And Burt Reynolds thought the world of Hal Wallace. Or yeah, Hal yeah. Wallace. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. What happens when old people podcast? That's what happens. My memory scares me sometimes. Oh, it Lord. really does. You got it. You're really good. <laughs> All right, Steph, what what are your recommendations for the podcast? Well, I, they're not recommendations so much as things I finally got around to seeing that have been out for okay, a while. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> so I finally watched Joker. <laughs> oh. you, you know, good performance. <laughs> I I, well, I, I have had like it's not so bad now but back in the day i had a huge crush on joaquin phoenix because i just sure. thought he was just the bomb you know and I well that movie might cure you yeah it did <laughs> i mean he's very skinny and you know well yeah but he was very good he's, he's he was a good, good actor he really is yeah. but he i also think he's cute but not so much in this <laughs> um so, killed people with a hammer um oh hell with what he, with a hammer he was really good in that one too. yeah he was good in that one and i saw uh-huh. it and it had like a long name like uh i don't know how but they found me or something so, like that i forget what it's called uh-huh. it's something like that if only there were a database i'm sorry I, continue I, stuff i liked him in uh to die for with uh nicole kidman that was really good That's right um and let's see so i liked it i didn't it's not one i'd probably watch again but um Castlevania's fourth and final series is out. You were um, never really here. That's what it was called. Okay. Sorry. Uh, anyway, so Castlevania, yes. <laughs> um, it's the final series, and I'm about halfway through that. And so it, is it is it pretty pretty uh, in line with the rest of the season? Yeah, it's very. Because I know you've recommended it before. Yeah, it's it's really good. It just came out mm, like last week on Netflix and um yeah so i'm watching that and then um i'm i'm really not watching a whole lot lately because i've been messing with the cricket and working on this um podcast but um i'm finally uh about halfway through wandavision too so I isn't caved. it good yeah i caved and got disney plus because loki's coming up and i want i really want to see that well <laughs> so. let's let's talk about loki when it when it comes out then so, okay yeah let's, yeah let's do it um Man, you have a, you have a cricket. I I would like to recommend this cool new Etsy store I heard about. <laughs> Malia the Geek, you say? Yes, that's exactly the one. Somebody buy my Link stuff. Link in description. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's buying my stuff. Oh um, no, we'll go buy your stuff. <laughs> I don't know if there's anything in there you'd like. <laughs> um, uh, but anyway, so I'm halfway through Wandavision. And so don't don't say anything because I really like it. But I had to. My daughter doesn't want to watch it, so I have to watch it when she's at work. <laughs> um, Why doesn't she want to watch it? Because I think she knows kind of what it's about, and it's not something she's interested in. Like, okay. Th- I think it might be like a little triggery for her or something. Sure. I don't know. Well, well, uh, it's a mystery. Just a smidge. What? 
lower your expectations just a smidge. Oh, okay. Because there is a, a twist that is through the roof amazing. And then it made the resolution of it made me so mad. I'm still kind of bitter about it. Okay. Do I <laughs> need to be watching me, Bucky? And You know, that was pretty solid all the way through. Yeah. Uh, there were a couple, like the, the Sharon Carter stuff goes nowhere. But other than that, it was... There's some good stuff in there. The yeah, thing, I don't want to talk about that too much. I don't want to spoil it. Yeah, the, I, I will. I, I have a theory. Yeah, this isn't a spoiler, but there's Anthony Mackie at one point gets to give a Captain America-esque speech that when I heard it, I was like, Chris Evans has got to be jamming a pen in his leg thinking, why didn't they write that speech for me? You know, <laughs> oh, like that. Or, Brand, or uh, um, Henry Cavill as Superman. I mean, it, it's, it's a perfect... Sure speech for one of those characters and he just delivers the hell oh, i think anyway. i think i think wyatt russell's a lot of fun yeah the the thing about oh um yeah that, that would be spoilery never yeah. mind anyway, <laughs> sorry I've heard that people i'll get to wyatt it russell is going to be the mcu's punisher because the punisher is too problematic to actually bring to the mcu so that they're going to use us agent as that basic analog anyway yeah. that was real nerdy sorry steph that's okay <laughs> um that's about it for me cool all right, so I've got a recommendation and then one thing I didn't like. So uh, after looking forward to it for a little while because the cast was just fantastic, my uh, my wife and I and my daughter and her boyfriend <laughs> sat in our basement after weeks of anticipating wanting to watch Army of the Dead, the new uh, zombie, like three movie, hours long. zombie movie on Netflix that Zack Snyder did because I contend that Zack Snyder's best movie is his remake of Dawn of the Dead because sure. that movie is fun. It's zombies on a rocket ship. It ain't particularly deep, but it is certainly fun. And I have come to the realization that I am at a point in my life where if I'm going to watch a horror movie, I think I might be done or at least temporarily done with the bleak stuff, right? Okay. You know, like I, I got into the French New Wave for a while and like um, Martyrs or High Tension or those sort of things where at the end it's just nothing but bone crunching and violence and there's no hope anywhere. I might be done with that. Yeah. Or, or at least. No, so yeah. Slight spoilers. One of I, after talking to you, mm-hmm. I queued it up because it's one of these, I watched it. I watched the opening credits and then I sort of zoned out and did other things. Yeah. But Which, I left, left it play. Yeah. And I know when it got to the end, it's like, huh, I guess everybody's, yeah. you know, and I was like, all right. Yeah. So, well, the first 10 minutes I highly recommend because they're a blast. The first 10 minutes I really enjoyed. It's got a sequence with uh, Richard Cheese doing uh, That's what, yeah, the opening Las credits. Vegas, the opening credits. Yeah, the, got, that guy knows how to do opening credits. Yeah. Let's it, give him that. It's got a fantastic scene where a guy is parachuting into a big group of zombies and yeah. you don't realize what's happening until yeah. like halfway through. And I remember laughing very hard. But yeah. then the rest of the movie is just kind of a slog. And I hated that it was because I've been on horror, you know, message. I remember glancing up. It's like, ooh, zombie tiger. Yeah. <laughs> For no reason. <laughs> For no purpose. That doesn't do anything. And is that zombie? Uh, guys, that zombie's riding the zombie horse. What yeah, the hell's exactly, going on? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so well, it, it just got way too in the weeds. It didn't turn into very much. And people were saying on some message boards that I frequent, they were saying, uh, oh, this is Zack Snyder saying goodbye to his daughter because there was like this father daughter bond at one point. And I'm like, dude, if that's him saying goodbye to his daughter, maybe he wanted to work a little harder on the script, which is a terrible thing to think. Anyway, I did not like army of the dead. I liked, but the first it looked 10, cool. Yeah. I liked the first 10 minutes, a whole bunch. I love Dave Batista. I think he's a good guy and a source for good in the universe. Casting, watch Stuber. Yeah. I swear yeah, to God, watch Stuber. Yeah. Casting Tig Notaro as a military helicopter pilot was fantastic. They CGI her in. Is yes, that right? Yeah. Because they, it, they had originally cast Crystalia and then he had, you know, admitted to sleeping with underage girls. Oh God. 
So, because, yeah. 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 And so they basically Moving CGI'd on. someone in. Anyway, so I didn't much like that, but I did like a movie on that you can get on Shutter right now called Psycho Gorman. Have you watched it? I know Rich Evans is in it for like 10 seconds. Rich Evans is in it for 10 seconds. Um, Stuart Wellington from the Flophouse is in it for 10 right. seconds. They're voices. Right. And imagine if Troma had... Okay, so imagine... <laughs> you had me at Troma. So no, imagine if Guillermo del Toro worked for Troma and decided to remake Stranger Things. That's kind of what you end up with. Because <laughs> Jesus. It's, it's it's a tr- it's trashy as hell, but the production value yeah the production value is so much higher than it should be for yeah. some of this thing. And the basic gist is a couple a couple precocious kids um, uncover an amulet in their backyard that they accidentally activate and are suddenly able to control a nightmare creature from beyond. And so the. <laughs> The creature comes out and is like, I am the destroyer of worlds. I will drink out of your skull. You are psycho Gorman. Ha ha ha. And then, you know, they make him stand on one foot and do a bunch of stuff. And it's, it's, uh, it's suitably goofy and it, it kind of loses the thread about halfway through, but then gets, picks it back up. And, uh, I, I just thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed it. It also has some, some fantastic production design of other creatures. Like at one point there's a a brain in a jar, but the jar is really long and the brain has teeth for some reason. And it keeps trying to cover, keeps trying to cover its eyes up when terrible things happen, but his arms aren't long enough. So it can't, you know, it's like, it's that kind of movie. And, uh, I, it's got a bad name, but I can't recommend Psycho Gorman highly enough. It was just a blast. And it's, it's the kind of gross, horror thing you could watch with the whole family and everyone will have a good time <laughs> good psycho gorman i'm in yeah so all right well that's our podcast for this two-week period we'll be back in a couple weeks but man check out uh check out the podcast give it one more plug steph um uh, that would be d n daughters <laughs> d n daughters pod uh dot com awesome and, yeah it's gonna be cool can't wait all right. Well, thanks, everybody. We'll be back uh, shortly with another podcast. I forgot to bring up the archer. <laughs> Damn it. You've been listening to The Atomic Weight of Cheese, where cult cinema is real life and real life is frequently cult cinema. You can visit our website at theatomicweightofcheese.com. Follow us on Twitter at A-W-O-C podcast. See us on Facebook at facebook.com slash atomicweightofcheese or shoot us an email at atomicweightofcheese at gmail.com. We love your feedback.